Welcome to the Shalhaba Community Church Podcast. We hope you're encouraged by the following message. We're going to continue this morning our uh, series called I Choose. And I, I don't know, you probably, you may not have been here last Sunday morning, but I want to really encourage you to get the podcast. Suzanne shared um, last Sunday morning, I Choose Discipline Over Regret. And uh, I tell you what, that, is just such, that was just such a powerful message. I choose the pain of discipline now over the pain of future regret. And I'm not going to preach that message because she did it so powerfully last Sunday. But I really want to encourage you this morning um, to be a part of that. Um, also, you know, I, I've got written down for every beginning of this, you know, what are your personal faith goals for 2017? We set ourselves a lot of goals. Like this year for me, I want to grow hair. Long, lustrous hair. I'm going to look like Alex. Amen. I can't wait by the end of this year. But you might be here and you want to, you want to, you want to, you want to put on muscles or something like that. Or your goal is you're, you're going to stop um, swearing or something like that. I hope that's not your goal. But anyway, but you could have a lot of, uh, lot of um, um, physical goals that you might have. But I want to encourage us as a church, let's really think about what spiritual goals could we set ourselves for 2017? I thank Suzanne, you're the only one getting it this morning. But you know, what goals could we set ourselves as people to say that by the end of 2017, I would, have, I would have grown, I would have looked more like Jesus? You know, what is it that we could set ourselves to really, really encourage ourselves in making sure that we continue to grow in God? In fact, you know, we've been talking about this series called I Choose, and uh, really about growing in Christ is really about us making a choice to grow. Amen? Everyone say, choice to grow. You know, it won't happen automatically if you just keep coming to church. That's great that you do, and don't stop that. In fact, the Bible encourages um, uh, in the book of Hebrews, you know, do not forsake the, the gathering of the assembly, as is the habit of some. It's so important to come to church, but coming to church alone is not enough to ensure that you grow spiritually. Amen? It's not enough. So I want to encourage you, whether or not you uh, start a prayer group in your home, whether or not you uh, put your hand up to say, I want to open up my house to, st- to, to, to start a connect group, or you might even be here saying this morning, I need to join a small group. I tell you, what, in that community, that's where we grow as people. Amen? So I do want to encourage you for this year, rather than just roll on and we get to June or July this year and think, heck, you know, where's a year gone and nothing really much is happening. This month, this next week or so is a time for us to really consider about how we can make some choices to make sure that we grow. Amen. I don't want to be old and stodgy at the end of this year and not change at all. And I'm getting older and better looking as the years progress. By the time I get to 60, I look like Brad Pitt. Promise you. Amen. But let's make goals, let's make choices about how we can grow and become more like Jesus Christ. In fact, that's the goal of God for each of our lives, amen? That we would look more like Jesus Christ. So we want to continue this morning on our series called I Choose. And some things that we've said about this series and about choices is this, is what we are now, essentially we are the sum total of the choices that we've made. Who we are today, uh, we're a result of the choices that we made 
in the past and who we will be tomorrow will be a result of the choices that we make today. Our choices are so, so important. And we want to continue along this line. Is it all right if I preach this morning? Amen. Did a gym session with the young guys and, uh, oh, I can't wait to do another. Where's Ryan? Ryan there. Can't wait to do another one with these young men. They get you going. Amen. But I want to just preach and share from the Word of God this morning. I wanted to recap just the three weeks that we've done to date and then jump into our choice this morning about choosing the important over the urgent. But week one, we looked at the importance of choosing purpose over popularity. We found this thought here. The problem we found is living for the approval of people keeps you from the purposes of God. And we looked at the great faith um, um, chapter in Hebrews chapter 11, where it talks about how Moses, even though that he was brought up brought up in Pharaoh's chambers, in, in the, he was living in the richest, richest um, palace, is rich in the most influential place um, of his time. He, he was living there. He had favor there, but he chose to follow the plan of God, the purpose of God for his life. He chose to push off that and reject all of that fame, all of that influence, all of that money, all of that glory for the purposes and the will of God for his life. And we really encourage people that Moses chose his calling over his comfort. And God wants us to choose his calling for our lives over our comfort. Come on this morning. God wants us to choose his calling for our lives over our comfort. How sad to get to the end of our lives and look back and say, God, I've missed it. God doesn't want that for any of us. Amen. We have a purpose and a plan. There is a destiny for each one of us that God wants us to fulfill. So that was week number one. Then week number two, we looked at how important it is for us to choose surrender over control. And we little thought how many of us love to be in control over the area of, of our lives when in fact God is wanting us to choose to surrender to Him. Amen? And today there might be many people who are trying to control areas of your life that we're meant to be instead surrendering to God. Amen? Not trying to control, but choosing to surrender. Then last week, as I said, get the, a podcast this week. I think it could be available. But Suzanne talked about choosing discipline over regret. Choosing the pain of discipline today over the pain of the regret of tomorrow. I just want to let that just sink on us all this morning. Choosing the pain of discipline today over the future regret tomorrow. Think about that. What, what is God calling us, you, right now, to choose the discipline of the pain today over the potential future regret tomorrow? Do you get it this morning? just wanted to pause on that little thought there because it's such, such a powerful thought. So today, we're going to be finishing this series, this, um, this thought, and this week pray, prayerfully praying about where we head next as a church. But we're going to be finishing this series by looking at the decision of choosing the important over the urgent. And I want to ask you a question, people, people, how many people wish they had more time to do more stuff with? Anyone out there like that? Come on, put your hand up. It's probably everyone wishes that they had more time to do more stuff with. And I thought, how many people are overwhelmed with a busy life, feeling like you never have enough time? It's like we're always, I see the hand down the back there. It's like we're always busy. We've all got that much stuff to go. But I want to ask the question, how many people are in here this morning and you're just like, I'm just chilling? 
I've got heaps of time for my family and friends, like I've got all the time in the world. Hands up, you can just put it up like that a little bit because we'll all be jealous if we see that. I saw that hand, Andrew. But you know, we live in such a busy world and the truth is today, if you ask people how they're going, you know, you sit down with someone and you ask them how you're going and, and the most common response that I hear today is that I'm busy. I'm busy. I've always got so much going on. I've always got so many urgent things that I need to attend to. And I want to make a little thought this morning about life, and it's this, and I can't prove it to you theologically. If I could, I'd use a scripture. But my thought is this. If Satan can't make you bad, he'll make you really, really busy. If Satan can't make you bad, he'll make you incredibly busy. So this morning we want to look at our choice, a very, very important choice to make sure that we choose the important over the urgent. And I can almost imagine this morning that the, the, the people here thinking that isn't the urgent important? Aren't urgent things important? Well, I just want to highlight it this morning because urgent things are not always important. There's a few differences that I want to try and outline that it's so important that we're choosing the important over the urgent. For example, a business person could choose the urgent over the important. For example, you could be in business and you have a customer that's really, really angry with you. The urgent thing is dealing with that angry customer. But the important thing is working out processes so you don't end up with angry customers. Get the picture this morning. You got that this morning. Another little illustration could be your car engine needs to be repaired. It's urgent. It's broken down. That's the urgent thing. But the important thing is, is that you service it regularly. You change the oil. You look after it. See the difference between urgent and important. Or another little thought could be this. You've got to visit the doctor because you're stressed out. You're run down. That's the urgent thing. But the important thing is, is that you're taking time to look after yourself, to take the time to make sure that you don't get too busy in life, that you get burnt out in life, speaking from experience. Amen. So it's so important today that we understand that we need to choose what is important rather than always just dealing with the urgent. Because if we don't start to take time to deal with the important things in life, we'll always be dealing with and being hassled by the things that are urgent. Amen. And this is what the message is about this morning, about choosing important over the urgent. And we're going to do that this morning by looking at a story in Luke chapter 10. And we're going to look at two ladies here. We're going to look at Martha. In Luke chapter 10, who does what so many of us do, she's so overwhelmed by the urgent that she misses what is the most important thing in life to do. And we pick the story up in Luke chapter 10, verse 38, and it says this. Now, it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at the feet of Jesus and heard his words, but Martha was distracted with much serving. Listen to that there. Martha was distracted with much serving. Mary sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he had to say. What a beautiful picture, amen? But Mary chose what was important. Martha did what many of us do. She surrendered to the urgent. She sees Jesus coming to her house. She freaks out. She gets all wigged out and she starts to go crazy in cleaning the house up, amen? 
It's like when you know you've got someone coming over, they've rung up half an hour before, they're going to be half an hour early to your house for dinner. And so what do you do? You do the mad clean around, amen. You make sure the bench tops are clean. You go to the toilet, make sure the kids haven't left toilet paper on the ground. Make sure a little place where they wash their hands, there's some toothpaste there and stuff like that. You go right around the house and if the pastor's coming, you make sure you put on worship music. So then it works, walks in. It's just like, whoa, man, these are holy, godly people, amen freaked out we get all wigged out we get all freaked out and that's exactly what happened to Martha Martha was distracted by the urgent and she forgot what the important thing was wonder how many of us have been faithfully pursuing the urgent and neglecting what is important this morning if you don't hear anything else if you're zoned out now I want to ask you to redial in right now because this one question that we're going to ask this morning is probably the most important thing the big question this morning is this what is the most important thing you've been distracted from pursuing what is the most important thing when you think about your life what is the most important thing you've been been, been distracted from doing just think about that we don't want to spend our whole lives just dealing with the urgent we need to choose the important over the urgent many of us might say this morning that we've been distracted from spending time with Jesus I haven't put him first I haven't had that intimate time of feeding on his word I haven't aligned my heart and my mind to his some of you might be so so busy doing things for my kids that I've forgotten what it means to enjoy my kids Some of us might be so busy in our work and things like that with our marriage, we've forgotten what it means to enjoy our marriage because we're just so busy. Some of us might look at our bodies in the mirror. I do that. Come on, Jim. But some of us might be just so busy in life that we've neglected our physical health and how important that is. Amen. But I want to bring us back to the text and look at verse 42. Jesus says to Martha, 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 you are worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part which will not be taken away from her. He says Mary has done what Mary has chosen, what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. What has Mary done? She has chosen what is better. She made a choice. Martha surrendered to the urgent. Mary chose what was important. Amen. So do you get the picture this morning before I just give you three little points? How do I choose the important over the urgent? Number one, the first thing is this, prioritize the important things in your life. If you're not in charge of your time, everybody else will be in charge of it. First thing, prioritize the important things in your life. I believe this. Every year we should do an audit of our lives and ask ourselves the question, have I got the right priorities in my life? If we're not sure about the priorities in our lives and God's purpose for our lives, then I believe that we run the risk of drifting away. I had a sad conversation a couple of days ago. We were just reflecting on, on past, past um, um, leaders in, in church churches not just this church but other churches and just was reflecting on how sad for so many people today that are no longer in the house of God that once served God faithfully once served God so passionately but today now you won't even see them at Christmas time in church you won't even see them at Easter time in the house of God and I always thought how sad is that but I believe that it comes down to this setting right priorities 
allowing yourself to prioritize your life around God and his purpose for our life. Jesus makes it really interesting and really easy for us. He says in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, Seek first the kingdom of God, and all these things will be added unto you. But what we try and do is we seek all of those things there and expect that we're seeking first the kingdom of God. I thought about that word first and I tried to get the, the, you know, the, uh, the, the Greek definition of the word first just to make it clear for myself. First, at the beginning, or another deep definition, is first of all. But often we don't get that. We try and put God's plan and priorities for our lives second or third in our lives and we wonder why. Sometimes we drift away from the things of God. I believe every year we need to prioritize the important things in our lives. Take time to make sure that we put the house of God first in our lives. Coming to the house of God on a Sunday is not an option. It's a command in the Word of God. Amen. We're called by God to gather together. Whether it be on a Sunday or whenever the house and the local area meets, we're called to gather together, to worship God together. It's not an option. I'll choose option B this week. Kingfish are biting out there. There's no question about that. There's boats everywhere, right in that reef out there. Goodness gracious me, I could have chosen option B this morning. It would have been beautiful. See what I'm saying this morning? Prioritizing, making sure our families are here in the house of God together. Come on, let's, let's not be like the manner of some, which just go to church when they feel like it. Oh, it's a full moon, I better go to church. Oh, it's a high tide, a king tide on Sunday. I better go to the house of... No, 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 no. We come whether it's wet, whether it's cold, whether it's hot, whether, whether, whether it's snowing. It's never going to snow here. But you know what? We come to the house of God because there's a priority that we set ourselves to. Amen? We don't just do it because, oh, we just think... No, it's the house of God where we come. We prioritize every year, every week. It's God's house, amen, with our... With our, with our Coming to worship with our wealth, we worship and we prioritize. But Jesus says, seek first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all these things will come to you. You know, last year, um, uh, excuse me, in 2015, I had uh, suffered, a, went through a, a, a burnout. And, um, you know, I had uh, just this last year and this year... Uh, <laughs> talking with a, a, a friend now that's coaching and helping me just to prioritize. And I want to bring up on the screen just a little thing that we did um, just uh, before Christmas time. And it's just so good because I'm learning the older that you get, uh, the wiser that you get, the more you've got to prioritize around what your priorities are. Otherwise, you do lots of stuff and don't really do a few things well. This was a little exercise that we went through. Rachel and I we went through our current interests and activities, all the stuff that was there. Then we took it to the next screen, which was important interests and activities. We sort of narrowed it down. Then we went to essential interests and activities and narrowed it down. Then we narrowed it down to core business, which is five things. Five priorities that we focus most of our energy and time around. You know, we said before about busyness. Busyness can rob us from focusing on the things that are important. So number one, the first little thing is this, prioritize the important things. Number two, the second thing to do in choosing the important over the urgent is this, be selective in your yeses. Everyone say yeses. 
come on, yeses. Be selective in your yeses. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, verse 37, he says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Can I encourage you today to be ruthless with your yeses, to be incredibly prayerful about what you say yes to and what you say no to. In fact, I would argue with all of my heart, the barrier to a meaningful life is not a lack of commitment, but overcommitment. We're just too busy. I want to share some thoughts on business with you. Busyness does not equal productivity. Busyness does not necessarily equal meaning. Busyness does not necessarily equal fulfillment. You know, I love working from a, from a, a to-do list. Of, I just, just like to-do lists. For me, it's how I function and helps me prioritize around uh, the things that are important and making sure that I'm on track with those things. And I'll have a little to-do list on, on my computer, a little task thing there, and I've got those little areas that are important to us and we prioritize around. And I, felt, I find to-do lists just so helpful in keeping me on track. But I want to say this morning that there are many people here that need to put together a to-don't list. We need to start saying no to the good and yes to the best. In the last few months, we've been learning that the best leaders do not do more. The best leaders do more of what matters most. The best mums don't do more. The best mums do more of what matters most. The best teachers don't do more. The best teachers do more of what matters most. And I believe we're going to live a meaningful, productive life. We need to say no to the more and yes to what matters most. So second thought, be selective in your yeses. Because Jesus said, let your yes be yes and your no be no. No good saying yes to something and then having to say no to it. Be prayerful in what you say yes to and also what you say no to. If I could have the band to come up this morning, that would be great as we <clears throat> get ready to conclude. Number three, the third thought is this. We're going to do first what matters most. In my life, in your life, we're going to do first what matters the most. Too often we put off what's important, what matters most, and fill those spaces with things that in light of eternity won't really add up that much. Did you know that Jesus will not be concerned with how many likes you received over your lifetime? Facebook, you know. He won't be concerned about that. Jesus is not going to be concerned about how many tweets you receive. He's not going to be concerned about how well your Instagram page is trending, tracking. <laughs> anyway, but he's not, is he? Is he? He's not going to be interested. We can spend so much time on stuff that's not urgent, as really it's not that important in light of eternity, we can spend so much of our time, in fact, if we go back to the text in Luke as we start to conclude this morning with Mary and Martha, this is what Jesus says. He says, but the one thing is needed and Mary has chosen the good part which will not be taken away from her. I want to interpret that last little thought for you because I believe the purest interpretation of what Jesus is saying is this. Time with him is more important than anything else in our lives. That's what he's saying right there. Time with him is more important 
than anything else in our lives. Each day we align our lives with His, we read His words, we reflect on His goodness. And then as we do that, then we're able, He's able to direct our paths and guide us in the things that are important to prioritize our lives. So we choose the important, the important things over the urgent things. I wonder this morning, how you're going with focusing on the important things in your life? Or are you always dealing with the urgent things? No, no, no. He wants us to deal and to focus on the important things. His eternal call for our life is important. His destiny for our lives is important. Seeking first His kingdom is important. Vitally, vitally important. Today you might be here and you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed with life and you you might even feel like your life's out of control. This message is for you this morning because God wants you to take a hold of the reins again of your life and give them to Him and start to reprioritize your priorities. You might be feeling overwhelmed. You might be feeling weighted down. But listen to the encouraging words of Jesus. He says it in Matthew chapter 11. He says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Don't you love our great Savior this morning? If you're stressed this morning, you feel like your life's just struggling with balance, priorities, then this morning it's simply coming back to that place of surrender to Jesus. Amen? Come to me all who are weary and heavy burdened. Can we bow our heads this morning and just close our eyes as we conclude today? Lord, as we've gathered around your word, gathered around the story of Mary and Martha, Lord, for people today that are followers of Jesus, that that have committed their lives to to you as Savior, Lord, may we learn from Mary and Martha this morning. May we just come to that place and rather than being caught up with all the urgent things that need to happen in life and all the stuff that the world tells us that we have to have and we should be like, that we would come to that place and just to be simply found at your feet. Choose this morning his saving grace. Choose this morning to surrender to him again. Choose this morning to say, Lord, I've got so many urgent things going on in my life. I've got so many things that are pressing on me, but I know at the end of the day, the important thing is that I choose you. Some of us may need this morning to let some things go. Some of us may need to make some life choices today, even big decisions to say, well, God, I'm not going to pursue that anymore. That's a lie. That's not what you have for me. That's just something that the world seduced me in. There might be people here today that need to make that choice. While heads are bowed and eyes are closed this morning, if you've never asked Jesus Christ 
to forgive you of your sin if you've never asked for God's forgiveness today if you're here this morning if I was to ask you the question do you know God are you right with God have you got peace between you and, and the Lord this morning if you can't say that if you know that you're away from God that you know this morning that you are not saved that you are, are in need of saving you hear those words about come to me all who are weary and heavy burden well this morning today is your opportunity while every head is bowed and eyes closed if you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Saviour this morning while heads are bowed and eyes are closed as I look across the auditorium would you raise your hand this morning quickly this morning don't delay what is the most greatest decision that you could ever make the Bible teaches that we are separated from God but thanks to God that he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross to pay for our sins so that we wouldn't have to suffer the penalty of our sin but we could be forgiven just while heads are bowed and eyes are closed if you're here this morning Let's not mess with God. Let's be real with Him. This is my last time as I look across this morning. Jesus, we thank You. Holy Spirit, we thank You. Lord, we bless You, we bless You, we bless You. Hallelujah. Well, amen.